Tell me I'm not nice with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. You're a dick with it. Why don't we do the intro for the preview? We are here today. Uh, this is episode three of a one-way street podcast. I'm your host, Lenny Wallwood. Uh, we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of cool stuff. I'm here with two cool people. Uh, huh, I don't even know who you guys are. Who are you guys? What are you guys doing here? This is what are you guys doing? See, you're the only one I get to be funny. It's <laughs> when I'm funny. But yeah, you know, it's Tyler. I'm here again. Episode three. We're ready to chop it up with some good topics and, you know, get into it. Yeah. And it's Marcus, and I'm here with my boys, and we're about to get into some great content. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Episode yeah. three. Some people don't even go past one. You know what I mean? So, wang, 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 wang. Thanks for being here. Wang, wang, <laughs> you know, uh, wait till I get the soundboard. Once I get a soundboard, it's gonna be a... <coughs> we're gonna do a clean episode today. What we're we getting into today? We're gonna talk about. Uh, basically, I want to remind people what this podcast is for. Uh, this podcast is for men and women, uh, everybody, no matter what place you are in life. Uh, just just getting better um never think that you are perfect or you're in the perfect spot you know uh, a lot of people get like real complacent and real caught up and just things that they shouldn't be caught up in so how do you keep moving forward how do you keep the ball rolling you know what i mean and i got on a tight shirt today so i don't even know what else i gotta say the camera dude talking Hey, that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why we're here. It's a lot more to get down. Throw in the comments. I mean, man. when you think about, you know, taking that next step, it's all about growth. And growth is every day getting something done. So, you know, we're here. We're here to get something done today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are here. Uh, what y'all want to get into today, man? How, how, let's start off by the, the week. How, how your week been? What day is it right now? Thursday. Tyler, 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 Tyler. Tyler. It's a Thursday. Tyler, why are you going first? I, I ain't even say, yo, why can't Marcus go first? You know, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes when you like, you I don't know if y'all remember being in school, just like, I just always remember the concept, like when they was lining kids up, like the shorter kids would be first. Like you'll go shortest to tallest. <laughs> so like every time something yeah. come up, sometimes I'm just like, hey, why not me? I like that mind frame. Why not me? You know, I mean, mean, you know, embr- embracing embracing the concept, I would say. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get into that. I want to know how you feel about, like, just the, the realm. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Marcus, how you week? Oh, it's been good. I haven't been just being stagnated. Mm-hmm. So, like, every day pushing towards something. Mm-hmm. It's a great day, you know. Yes, but, sir. How you week, done, Tyler, man? Tell me something. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's Thursday. I mean, sometimes, man, the week flies, man. Yeah. I mean, but we're here today. I've had a pretty decent week. Weather's been semi-decent. And I've been, you know, a little bit more consistent than I think I thought I would have been right now. But, you know, I'm here and I'm ready, you know? Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I had a pretty cool week. Uh, yesterday, did some MMA. That was Ooh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I did a little Muay Thai. That's uh, what's up. Yeah, training with my man Dan up in Springfield. Was okay. Getting in that work. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's killing you it. getting a good stretch before you start, you know, the kid, the boxing, the, the kicking. Because you know me. That's what I'm all about. If you ain't stretching, you ain't doing nothing. Honestly, I hate stretching, but... Uh, oh, you hate it? 
It's just like, you know, that's not the that's not the part that you can flex online or it's like it's just not really, you know what I mean? Like you don't really want to put scratching videos on the internet. But no, that's, I, I, I think but that's necessary. No, no, no. Exactly. So I'm getting to the importance of it. You know what I mean? My girl kinda highlighted it. She was just like, yo, you gotta stretch more. I was like, only because it's coming from you. I'ma listen. You know what I mean? So I stretch, you know what I mean? Cam string stretches. Just because you want to be your best you, you know what I mean? I always tell people, always go to be a best you. So if you want to have the best workout, you got to stretch. Got to get the blood flowing. That's facts. You know what I mean? So I definitely stretch, and then I got the work. I, I, I do the kicks now. I do the... <laughs> I tell it. What's the process for that? Because I've always, like, you know, I've been in my kitchen. You know, you see the MMA on the screen. You know, you kind of throw your leg up. You know, your leg don't always go that far up. Like, yeah. Is it something where, like, you got to, like, make sure you squat on your legs? So, you working the twist of the hips? Is it yeah, torn? Like, how that work? It's all in the hips. Like, okay. Uh, basically, your body is, is like, it, it works in motion. Like, it has these axes and things to where your kick is more like a cartwheel than anything. You know what okay. I mean? And your body... When you twist your body in a certain way, your body could go, your hips, you follow through and rotate, mm-hmm. your hips will follow through with it, just like a cartwheel. It's pretty crazy, you know what I okay, mean? Okay, that I kinda I see what you're going I'm with still that. learning more, but I could I could show y'all, like I could show y'all some things, you know what I mean? I'm they call me Jimmy Judo. AKA what else? G. What else? AKA Lenny One Way. What else? AKA One Way on a Sunday, but it ain't Sunday. You don't know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what your son say. You know what I mean? I, like Karate Kid. You heard that first. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? We're just doing a lot of things. Uh, I want to stress the importance of self defense uh, for men and women. Everybody needs to have this confidence and knowing that they could protect themselves. We as human, we're still physical beings. You know what I mean? You could still have a disagreement. You know what I mean? And usually what I seem to notice is a lot of people who like do MMA or they do any type of martial art, they're the most disciplined people. You know what I mean? They're very disciplined and they're not super flamboyant and knowing I could kick your ass. I'll, I'll beat you up right now. They actually are confident in knowing what they could do so much that they want to rather show you how to protect yourself against a person like them. You know what I mean? And they're probably not worried about what somebody could do to them. It's what they could do to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. And that puts you in a different frame of mind. And it, it also, for a man... It helps you understand balance a little bit more because you kind of learn grace. Like you understand, like yeah, you might be able to, you might be able to do this or do that, but now you know someone could do that to you too. Like it's it's a real balance, you know what I mean? But when you're in a state where you don't know how to fight at all and you've never been in like any type of real adrenaline rush. You can fall on either side. You'll fall on either side. Yeah, and either side could be it could be a problem on either side because you're not. Yeah, wow. So you don't want you don't want that big adrenaline rush that happens in like a street fight where like you just like and you just you you you, your heart pumping you got like a heart attack just because your your hormones and emotions are all just going nuts. You know what I mean? So 
But MMA, you kind of learn to calm things down a lot more. You know what I mean? You learn how to defend. Yeah. You learn how to, like, just learn your body and how it moves a lot more. So I did it for mobility purposes because I didn't want to be, like, I didn't want people to think I'm just, like, you know, just muscle-bound. Yeah, like, I want to be able to move fluidly. That fluid motion is important. That's Mm -hmm. one thing I noticed when I really started to get into the nitty-gritty of exercise and just, like, how more fluid my motions became through the day. Like, Mm -hmm. even just spotting the difference of, like, having an extra six pounds on you and just understanding, like, how much more weight your body is carrying. Mm -hmm. And that does restrict your movement. So, like, that's why it's important to just really get yourself in shape. And not only to be healthy, but to see that side of mobility if you've never seen it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some people, you know, they, they grew up fat. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they know nothing outside of being fat. So for me, when I really I got to the point where I could, like, really tell the difference, and I'm like, I'm going through the day, and I'm like, damn, like, my motions feel so fluid. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm really working. I'm yeah. more just, I'm just going through the day. I'm riding with it. You feel me? Yeah, that that became one thing that, like, really stood out to me that was like, all right. Now I'm going to be real consistent with this exercise and shit. Like, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is it. Like, it makes sense. Yep. And you just, it's something you got to see. I mean, it's funny because I tell a lot of people who, you know, obviously don't work out. You mm-hmm. know, I try to relay that information. But, you know, until you start the process and start to see the little bit, the inch by inch goal, mm-hmm. it's hard to really wrap your head around it. And it just got to click in there. That's, That's true. It. That's true. And I want to get into, like, uh, the, the absence of fighting per se because i think that does correlate with the absence of fathers you know like less people fight you know what i mean like you know because less people want to fight like you don't want to you don't have a heart yeah you Hmm. you really don't want to lose so it's like it's the mma though i think the mma especially you know we all what what mid-20s right now Mm -hmm. yeah so when we was kind of coming up the not necessarily MMA, but learning the craft was becoming a lot more popular. So True. you see niggas out here like at the bar, like running up on somebody trying to close, you think don't got it. True. And you start running your mouth, you smacking your lips, probably throw your hand one time. Yeah. And your ass is out. Next yeah. time you wake up, you got about two, three females <laughs> over you with some eyes. You know, you got some glass on yeah. you. Yo. So it went from that. Okay, dudes get going outside and realizing, like, all right, these MMA niggas is out here. <laughs> yeah, I ain't losing to no MMA I'm, nigga. I'm going to just have a strap. And I'm busting on anybody. Of course. Because that's too much. Yeah, like, you can't fight bullets. The, the World Star, too. Think about it. You get your ass open this on World Star for two months. Mm-hmm. At the top of the screen, I see some shit niggas is clicking, clicking, clicking on. That's yeah. an issue. That'll make you pick up the strap. You'll True. never fight again. True. For what? Uh, I, I definitely want to touch on. Uh, this past week, we did lose uh, a very influential brother uh, in the Hartford community, uh, Jaquan Walters, uh, JQ. Uh, and that was just like a tragic, another tragic situation uh, that comes. Uh, I didn't mean to darken the situation, the podcast, but definitely wanted to touch on it because it's, it's kind of crazy how some some people like, like, the, it was some older dude. That he was, like, 33. Like, yeah, like, some people are so far gone that they'll see you full of light. They'll see you, you know, doing your thing, and they'll try to take that from you all because they don't want to look 
valid or they don't want to take the L. So it's like we I, I think everybody should uh train MMA. Uh everybody should work on self-defense and understand that like a get a, a good grip of confidence within yourself. You know what I mean? Understand there's a balance in this world and you're you're gonna just have your days, you know what I mean? It's okay to take an L. If we could get that back into our society, especially as black men, I think we'll be able to go so much further and work together a lot better. But uh, just a tragic situation, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, very unfortunate. It was, Definitely rest in peace to the young man and no condolences bro, to their friends and family. Man, like, like pro basketball player, you know what I mean? Super influential in the community and very young, you know? So we really gotta, we definitely, we gotta instill something new, you know what I mean? Because clearly what we've been doing isn't working. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why we're here, you know? Most definitely. Not only talk about some of these situations, but to instill a confidence and an understanding that, you know, black men have to put their energy and time into more productive action. True. And that's all it really comes down to. Then they pay, and you and can't they pay. let off the guys. You have yeah. to stay productive, even if that means you know what I mean. Working that job that you don't want to work, even if you want to be an entrepreneur, man, stay at that. Job. And that's important too. Working yeah. that job. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of us want to be entrepreneurs. You know, we want to have our own income. We want to have what multiple sources of income, but. Or at least we say we do. Yeah, at least we say we do. But to even get there sometimes, especially where we are as a community, as black men, Mm -hmm. what we have to do first is work that job, work Mm -hmm. that customer service job for two years, Mm -hmm. save up some money so you can put energy, time, and effort into that little side gig and see what happens there, you know? I mean, it all kind of starts like that. And if you're not really ready to make them steps, you know, you got to sit down and really think about your life. Think Mm -hmm. about what you want to get out of things and how you want your life to go, because that's important. But one thing we definitely got to stop doing is killing each other. I mean, yeah. just, it don't matter what the problem is. Over I mean, nothing. Yeah. Over nothing. I mean, and I think it's important to understand how many black people are actually in the United States of America. Go look up the numbers. It's really not that many in comparison to our white counterpart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. not even close. So when you think about a lot of black men dying from, say, police brutality, and then we're in our own hoods, beefing, killing, fighting each other. I mean, it's it's counterproductive to what's mm-hmm. going on. There's no way we could flourish. It's 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 rough. It really is. It's it's rap music, man. I'm telling you, man. Rap music it's definitely one lane. It's not destructive. Like it, it makes people feel like what's wrong is right, and what's right is wrong. Like, and it's like you'll listen to more rap music throughout the day than you'll listen to the good friend that you have because you might not have that good friend. Or you'll listen to rap music more than you listen to your dad because you might not have the dad around or the mom or anything anything else that could influence you to be your best self and show your character. You know what I mean? A lot of people want to prove themselves in the hood, but the inner city is the most destructive place that I have ever had to go through i know it's just very stressful and you'll see your own people not want to see you and, and then you'll not even imagine a world where there's a white person out there that's gonna fuck with you more than your niggas 
oh, God forbid, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're not trained to see that. God forbid there'll be a white group that will love you more than this whole hood ever showed you love, support you more than this whole hood. Oh, but they're white. They're not us. They're not. It's like, yo, we got to understand we are humans first before we even... Before we associate with colors, like it can't just be the fact that all right, so we all black, so we all on the same team. Because there's certain black people that we meet that we'll never be cool with, that we might not have that unity with, we might not see eye to eye. Yeah. But it's a white person, it's a a Puerto Rican, a a Southeast Asian. So it doesn't matter. It's about who's for you. Exactly. And I think it goes back to you know when you look at a person, you know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but it it really circles around the idea of judging someone by their character sure. and not by their skin color. You know, you determine who someone is, how valuable of a person they are by the actions they make, the things they do, the things they say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've gotten away from that. It's it's funny. It's almost like we've lined ourselves up with police officers. So that's what police officers do. Mm-hmm. They see a skin color and it's like, we judge off the skin color and the demographic and the resources and the financial status. And then we can make our decision. It doesn't matter if this guy, you know, stays after school with kids who don't have parents to pick him up and goes over homework every day. Mm-hmm. You feel know I me? Mean? So yeah. do you just fit the profile? I don't. Sometimes it's hard for me to even understand how we got there, mm-hmm. but it, I can see it. Like we literally walk down the street and we act like police officers, like judging people off a of, off of skin color. Like mm-hmm. there are certain points in my life where I remember just seeing white people and I'm making all these just random, random. judgments and mm-hmm. assertions and I don't even know this person. So like, and, and I also, I think uh, the weight loss journey was so humbling because it brought me down to like a human, just a human, like simply a human, like not super manlier than every man, other man or not super more emotional than every other woman, like just like a human. And then you add all the you add the labels that are so after that. If you can do that, you'll be able to figure out your purpose a lot faster. Like, all right, I'm a human, I'm a man, I'm a black man, I'm young, I can speak. I feel like I have the ability to do. And then that's that's like everything else that I would put myself in, those are buckets that I would put myself in. I'm a street nigga. I'm a hood nigga. I rap this world. Like I, 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 I do this. I, I'm a gangster. What's like the the real nigga definition has destroyed itself. You know what I mean? And that definition raised us more than any dads ever did. You know what I mean? That definition of always being just just tough and what's what's gangster always doing what's gangster that has destroyed us more than anything that white people have ever done you know what i mean so it's funny because i could honestly say up to this point in my life i probably told myself more i gotta be a real nigga as opposed to i gotta be a man i gotta be a real man think about that not even a real man just i gotta be a man like i've told myself more times than i can think about right now more times than the other yo I gotta be a real nigga. nigga. You know, I can agree with you. You know how different that is, though? Like, those definitions? Like, I gotta be a real nigga. I gotta be a man. It's like, there's so much stigma that comes with real niggas. And it's like, it's not even a solid definition to that. Yo, 
being being a real nigga would have you on a block at twelve at night. Being a real man or being a man in general might have you with a female that or just just a partner, you know what I mean? <laughs> just yeah, yeah. just somebody, you know what I mean? Being productive. For real though. No, no, like it doesn't matter. Like it's, you may be on the block with your boy, about to go do some shit you ain't supposed to be doing. Because you could owe him a favor or you, he did something for you, 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 you on basis like, yeah. Be a real nigga. Yo. Instead of being a man, you feel me? So And it's like, man, I, I feel awful because there was moments in time where I judged people because they wanted to work or they wanted to have a boss. It's not real nigga shit. That's not real nigga shit. It's not real. And yet if real nigga shit is going to jail, bro, and being around nothing but men. And that's not the life that you want and you choose, man. Yo, trade and trade it in, trade trade it in. That 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 yo, it, it wouldn't get you anywhere. Clearly, it wouldn't get you anywhere or anything that you want. So it's like, man, I gotta be a man. Like, just be a man. Like, always be a man. And if you could, if you could follow that definition, you and you and being. And that's the predicament you could get. You might get in a fight still. You might still get in a fight. You might might still have to kick some ass. But you ain't gonna have to go get a gun after somebody whoop your ass. You might be able to say, yo, good, good shit. You might be able to shake hands after. You might be able to be like, yo, you got me. You got me. We good. But being a real nigga, that that seems to blossom some type of ultimate anger to where you have to see this black man die for things that he did. Circumstances that you were in also, because you both are in that situation, walking that line. You know what I mean? You both are, you know what it, it, it all came with, but it's like, oh, I got I gotta see him go. Because sometimes it goes from being a real nigga to, you know, you a real nigga that got his ass whooped, and then I was fucking. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then that—that's where the—it's where the problem gets even worse. What separates that mentality from the white person that doesn't even like black people? You don't like black people. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. yeah. What separates like y'all both? Y'all closer than anything. So it's like, once it hit me like that, I was like, what's the difference between the most? realest nigga in your hood versus the best Trump supporter that Trump could have asked for or the the worst Trump supporter that Trump could have asked for. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what's worse than the, the white person down south who really doesn't like black people? He doesn't like what they stand for. They kill each other. What's your actions today? They either help his idea or they destroy his idea. But every time you pick up that strap and you think about, yo, I might have to use this on a black dude. Feeding into the narrative. You kind of feed into the narrative. Every time you listen to rap music that's saying, I'm gonna kill this nigga, I'm gonna do this to this nigga. You sing those legs, you kind of feed into the narrative. So it's like, we kind of, we don't like the shame. Like you said, we don't like the shame of acknowledging where we're going wrong. 
No, either. of course not. You know what I mean? We just like, yo, saying, yo, cops don't deserve to kill black people. They, yo, they don't. And it's a, and it's a, it's two sides to the black community. I mean, I feel like one of them is like very beautiful and, and we have great leaders and, you know, things that aren't capitalized on as much because the entertainment kind of took over that. Mm-hmm. And then it's another side where it's like, yo, we kind of full of shit. We destroy. I mean, we can't keep acting like every situation is leaning towards like, yo, that cop is wrong. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you know me, you know, I'm not the person that even have these kind of conversations as far as like, um, Oh no, like black lives don't matter, you know. Like we're not talking about that. We're just talking about when do we hold ourselves accountable? When does it become a point in time where the nature and the environment that we grew up in isn't just what affected us mm-hmm. and then we become what affects the next the kids, the sons and daughters and you know, the next generation because it has to be a point somewhere along the way where we do have to take accountability for what we're doing on the self level and historical context is important. There's nothing, there's nothing lies about that, but do we want to pick ourselves up or not? True. I mean, that is true just because there has been things that happened against the black community. They've destroyed black communities that were driving government and a lot to destroy black communities. Black Wall Street, Rosewood. There's been a lot of things that has happened. Yes, we get that. How do we move forward? I'm not going to stay in quicksand. That's that's one thing that I won't do as me, myself. I'm not going to, if, if like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to stand here and say, my life matters to the internet. I'm going to live this reality that I want to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I never had to tell a white person my life matters. I never had to tell a white person black lives matter. They kind of realize that through the way I speak to them, the intellect, the the way that I don't approach them with some type of underlying, like, you're white, I'm black, you're white, I'm black. I talk to them like, we're both human. We, we both could make each other a million dollars. We both could, you know what I mean? We, we could both just make each other's days better. We could make each other, I could smile at you and you could smile at me. Well, you could, like, you could make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the inner cities, you look at a black man a certain type of way. You could, you could shovel up some insecurity within him to where he won't like that. He won't like the way you're looking at him. Almost oh, You know what I mean? So it's like, man, I got all those vibes from black people. I, I, I rarely get a white person telling me, "Yo, why you over here?" or Yo, blah blah blah, threatening to take my life. That that hasn't happened from a white person in my life. I haven't seen it. I've seen it probably on a Twitter video or to someone else on another video on the internet. But in my life, my real life, white white person has never said I'll take your life. But a black person has. You feel know I me? Mean? A white person hasn't taken any of my family members with gun violence, but a black person has. So I could breed hatred within my own. I can't debate that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I can't. Like, a, a white person didn't alter my life at the age of five to where my dad is not here anymore. That was a black person. So if I grew up with all this hate, I could choose to. Or I could, like, I could I could read, I could shift it around, but you do choose that. You choose that moment where you're like, yo, 
Fuck all these niggas. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say that, and once you say that, you said it. You know what I mean? Once you repeat those lyrics in that song, you kind of said it. You know what I mean? So be cautious of what you listen to. Always be cautious of the diet that you consume. I listen to Brent Fires. Shout out to Brent. You know what I mean? Brent Fires. J. Cole. J. Cole. Keep it real. You know what I mean? Because it's like... And then that's where, you know... I gotta be careful of your vibration. You pulling this thought right out my head. It, it brings me to that idea of like... That's where you start to see like... And even question how much of a race issue is it really? Because there are also black cops. Mm. And there are black cops that don't feel like, you know, there's a racist, there's a racist white person I'm working with, or I'm working with a white cop and I don't feel safe. Mm. They feel like I'm a cop too, you know. I'm black, but I'm a cop and I'm good. You know, so even when I think about those things, it's just it's tough. I mean, it's important. Really, I would I would advocate for a lot of people when before you go out and do anything as far as the Black Lives Matter movement is concerned, sit down, think about the things you want to do, mm-hmm. and then make sure you have enough research and education on your side so that you can make a smart decision. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do anything stupid. I wouldn't want anyone to say anything stupid to offend anybody. So just mm-hmm. always be very conscious and mm-hmm. just... Always fact checked, I would say, because it's, it's it's a lot of information out here. Nobody, it's a lot of misleading yeah. facts, videos. Yeah. There's a lot of times I watch a video on the internet and hundreds of people are riled up, and I'm just like, "Where's the context? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't I can't make a qualified judgment decision decision statement if I don't have a good context. Because then I'm I'm creating the context, mm-hmm. and if I'm creating context for something that I've seen or something that I've read, then I mean, how real is it? What exactly. did, you know, everyone yeah. has their own twisted story. What are you going to believe? We give so much life to, like, the things that we, we as black people, we're the minority. So to think that, oh, like, we, we, we need to believe in this. We need to believe in this. Like, we, we spend all of our money in the black community on just BS all the time. It's just like, the black dollar goes to entertainment all the time. Like we, yet, all support black business, support black business. I honestly, I I support black business, I do, but I wanna support everyone, you know what I mean? Like I wanna support everyone who supports me and supports like uh, the ideology that I believe. Like if you're Asian, any like why clothes, closed doors in humanity when somebody could be just like you. Because I think you're getting to the point now where you're just moving more towards a character-based attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are what are you doing? I can't look at your skin tone and put a bunch of stereotypes on you True. just because right. you look a certain way. That doesn't make any sense. True. Right. Because how unpredictable the world is, a straight bullet could come and hit you in your chest. Yeah. And that Asian person, that white person, that Indian person could be the person who is educated enough to save your life. True. So then at that point, did, did it matter who it was or mm-hmm. what stereotypes you had of that person based on their race, their religion? It's it, it's all confusing. And for me, it got to a point where I found myself doing nothing, where when a lot of these issues came about, 
Like, I remember even being younger with the Trayvon Martin issues and things like that, all mm-hmm. those issues surrounding race. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, they happen. I end up doing nothing. And I think it just stemmed from me not really, I wouldn't say not understanding, but not being able to make sense of something that didn't make sense. True. Because a lot of situations just, they just didn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's confusing, but... It, it's tough because there's it's almost like a race issue is being driven but then your day-to-day life yeah you may have a racist incident here or there but as far as it actually consuming your whole life it's not really real well was it racist too like and that's that's not me being objective not me being the like the devil's advocate or anything like that but no but it need to be asked though. it it be times where we are so convinced that like we have to act a certain kind of way you know what i mean okay bro you you want to sag your pants okay bro that that's how you want to conduct yourself okay it's going to be a certain group of people who aren't going to even associate with someone who does that all right that that's a bucket that you're crossed off and then you want to you want to do you want to say, say, like, you want to say the N-word all the time. If that's all of your vocabulary, it's going to be some people that overhear that, and they're not going to want to associate with you because you have no intellect. You're going to be, that bucket is crossed off. Mind you, these two buckets are already crossed off. It could be white and black people right. in there. Yeah, it's sure. not going to just be white people who are like, oh, and they're racist. No, they, they, they might just not want to associate with you. If if white people have a certain standard of black people, right? Half the time, I don't even think it will be racist. I think they would just expect more. Sometimes they really just expect you to just carry yourself a certain kind of way. It'd be a class issue. Yeah, it's it wouldn't more, be. It, it's not like yeah. they're expecting you to carry yourself like a slave, but no, they might just. If you're, especially if you're gonna look a certain kind of way, you're gonna have the tattoos, you're gonna have a certain kind of look. You know, I remember the dreads and the things. It's like, of course, off rip. You remind them of a rap video that they seen somewhere. You know what I mean? Whoa, off rip. So they're gonna expect. Imagine if you do say the n word. Imagine if you do carry yourself exactly how they expected, just like the rap video. Now you're you're more of a spectacle than a human, right? Like you're you're more of a like okay, like you know. And then from there, I I think that's where racism, classism, and sexism. Not only then do you become black, they can now put you in a certain class. It's a certain class of black. Stereotypes come along. Someone in this class wouldn't act that way. True. They wouldn't be participating in those type of things. True. So it. I think it's important to understand that even like when a black officer is, you know, on duty or he's dealing with white cops, for him, it's not even like, okay, I'm a black cop amongst all these white cops. It's yes, I'm black, but I'm a cop. I'm in a different class of black. And then you start to understand, well, shit, if it's like that and it's class, then where does all this racism come come from? And it Yeah, it can't just be racism. Yeah, it just can't it can't be. It's like And then I think it, for me, it's like, damn, like, did the racism come just kind of out of nowhere then? Because for me, it's like the racism drives the classism. Yeah. Because you have 
classism amongst the people and then like the officer level of the class kind of like keeps that racism going mm -hmm. as far as just day-to-day -day antics because what do they arrest and pull over people based off race and also class so it's just it's it's and very it's like confusing filling quarters at the end of the month yeah the racist thing is like i i ran into like so many different types of people and i'm i'm so serious when i say like you'll run into like it's us like sometimes it really is us like sometimes we really have to look at ourselves like we're putting a certain light on on people off rip like i could be in the car with all black people we see a certain certain white person it's like you might hear you might hear hella shit okay so imagine if they were to do it oh no it's different they they already that's like yo are we gonna move forward are we gonna move back you know what i mean and it's it's extreme it's, it's extreme on both sides you know what i mean and then you have these people who really get together and get things done start businesses start families start families so, so let me interject right so Obviously, well, not obviously, I don't know me yet, but my mother's white, my father's black, and obviously I came out looking the way I did, but uh, I did, so before that, I can hear Leonard's perspective, right, the experience that he had with black people, white people, and I can't say that that's not true, right, because that's him, so I've actually had the white people at early ages traumatize me, whether that was family or people that I didn't even know, right, but it's a strength that you need to have to not look at everybody who fits the, the criteria a certain way because then you're sort of just, you know, you're chumping yourself. So, like, I was out in, like, what, Simsbury the other day? A, a white dude in a truck parks by me, like, towards the, the exit. And, what, we I'm walking in my car. I got some food. He's looking at me. And, what, I could have just took that moment and been like, oh, like, why is he looking at me? Mm -hmm. and, uh, didn't do that. Hopped in the car. As soon as I'm backing out, he's like helping me to reverse out so that nobody hits me. So I told him, like, yo, thank you, right? So I feel like it's just certain moments where you're kind of sleeping on somebody's humanity. And we don't, we, don't we can't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I love like like a, a, a Malcolm X versus a Martin Luther King Jr., right? I always liked what X stood for more, but if it wasn't for a MLK Jr., I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. And I just, that has to be the truth of the matter. So like, I've never looked at friends as, okay, like, they black, so I'm fuck with them. Oh, you know, no, I can't be like that, bro, because you always going to, you're going to get your heart broken thinking, like, people are on your side because y'all look similar. No, that's not true. Man, that's your downfall. I could, I could talk about that for days. I, I don't. Man, you got to, you, you have to diversify your friend group. That is another big, important part of being a human, but especially being a man, uh, just because... Imagine if you think, all right, uh, I got to be, all right, you, imagine if you listen to this internet and you think, all right, I'm black, I got to always stick around black people, things is getting crazy out here. No, they're not. But imagine if you think that and you go and you cut off all your white friends and you only around your black people, all your fam, yeah. But you, all your black friends are in the streets, bro. You're not, what if you're not like that? You you gonna force that out of yourself? You gonna put yourself in a lot of different predicaments just because you want to be around your black friends? And it's, I think people would have a better understanding on life 
and a better outlook, if they could do that, they could watch the news, mm-hmm. be educated, I wouldn't say be educated, but be informed by the news on situations and current events, but also have a real understanding and experience in your own community. Know what's going on where you actually live at. Understand the relations between people in your community. Right. How people go about their business, how they react to certain things. Just little things that would help you kind of get through the, not necessarily get through the day, but get through the experience called life mm-hmm. in a pretty decent manner. And I think that's a big issue. Sometimes it's exactly what you said. You'll see something on the internet. Or you'll see something on the news and you'll try to mold it to what your life is instead yeah, of. But you might have never seen it. Never. That's who, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a big, it's a big uh, part of growing up. Um, when you're young, you're, your brain, you can condition yourself to like really like believe and put yourself in situations that you aren't truly meant for. At the end of the day, when you're alone, you're not true. You know, you're not truly my forty, but you, you're, you're here now. You have this. I'm here now mindset. You want to break that as soon as possible because that could leave you stuck. And especially in the inner cities, bro, that in the hood, once it's you get that mindset, you you won't be stuck. But it's it's only one. It's it's the two way street. You know what I mean? But it's like. You end up in debt. You end up dead or in jail. And people always say that. Not always. Not. No, you can make it out. Look at rappers. You know, people always do that. That. That's why rap is so destructive because it gives people this excuse. Like it that gives. Think it's real. It gives us this excuse of yeah, thinking right. it, this is real, really possible. Look at Jay Z. He made it out. It's like you're not Jay Z. You're not. You're not, you don't know what Jay-Z had to do to get there. You don't know what any of these rappers had to do to get there. So it's like, look at entertainers, rappers, it's all the same thing because they want influence, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not real influence. You don't know who that's controlled by. A lot of this entertainment shit is real puppet. It's real puppet shit. Very much so. You know what I mean? It's real, it's always somebody above it who you would understand the grand scheme. You know what I mean? It's like because what it is a lot of the times it doesn't match up. You'll see what something online and it uh, incident will happen in a community of people that may be ten steps behind the community that you actually live in. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing those sentiments from that community to a community that's already past that. Already past. So even like really think about that. Like you're now going back. Yeah. For no reason at all. Yeah. Instead of continuing that movement and possibly putting your community in a spot where shit, we could reach out and make sure that community gets Show catches how to up. Do it. You know what I mean? How to do it so like it's important know. just to kind of separate the two and just kind of understand what's going on in your actual life and then going online and being like, okay, this is happening here, but it's happening there, there, not here. That's not you know? my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's nuts when you think about it. It's really crazy. And and it's crazy to think about how many times you found yourself doing the same thing. There's so many times I've seen something online where, you know, police are going crazy in a certain area, down south, west coast, whatever. And then, and then I go outside and I'm acting like smug towards the cops in my area. And the cops in my area are some pretty decent people. I mean, they got to give tickets. Every cop got to give tickets. But outside of that, you know, there's some pretty decent people. So it's, it's tough, but... 
you got to understand that what's happening on the internet, what's happening even on TV, what's being fed to you mm-hmm. may not always be what reality is. So, Black people, please listen to me. Hear me clear. When it comes to dealing with police, I don't care how many videos you see online of police dealing with black people a certain kind of way. That doesn't have to be your reality because it's not. Exactly. You're, you're looking at a video that was put in front of you and you're just going to run with it like, oh, that's going to happen to me. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, like that's that's a that's a scared mindset. That's, that's living in fear. I want to take that fear away from our people just so you could actually see the bigger picture because... This whole fear of oh, what are, like ah, so that's why you're gonna treat them different when they when you get pulled over because you were speeding. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah we we break the law sometimes. You gotta own that. You know what I mean? We break the law sometimes, but now it's racist because like bro, Russia. All right, let me let me use myself as an example because I like doing this just so I'm not just talking at people. Right. Got a speeding ticket like a week ago, and I was flying. Oh, I definitely was fine. I was like, stop the car. I, you know, I did the regular procedure. Black people still do your procedures. You know what I mean? Roll down the window a little bit, just enough to pass my stuff through. There you go. He's uh, like, roll down the window a bit more. I'm like, all right, just a little bit. Roll down a little bit more. You know, you listen and you do what you have to do. Because that's not, it's not real nigga shit to talk back to the cops. It's not real nigga shit to make their job hard. Because they have a job. And, and you're, you're a big boss, you're self-employed. No, that's not running a shit. Running a shit is letting people do their job and going about their way. So I did that. He went back. I was like, man, not in my, not one moment in my mind that I think, oh, this is going to end badly. Because I did everything I had to do. Here, yeah. ticket stuff, okay. You're going to write me a ticket, probably, okay. But I'm not going to make this any more complicated for this to be a bigger problem. I'm not going to raise my voice. And just, and just I'm not going to call you a pig. I'm not going to call you a racist. I'm not going to do any of that. It's like, I'm just going to make this very easy. You know what I mean? It's all about being comfortable. Some people are so like uncomfortable that, of course, they get this one moment to lash out on a cop, lash out. But this dude has a Fucking strap, dude. You got a strap on you right now? It's like, man, man, go ahead and do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? So come back to the car. He's like, here. And you know how fast you were going? I was like, mm, 65. That's the, that's the speed limit, right? 65. A little joke. <laughs> he was like, try 97. And I'm like, hmm. Damn. I'm like, hmm. But here's the cool thing, right? For me, I cut my dreads, so I wasn't, like, nervous and that anymore. Because with dreads, you do kind of get this little vibe with, with cops that they're going to feel like you're somebody. Or they might mistake an identity. All this extra stuff but that even I then, cut off. But even then, being on the, the, the opposite or the negative end of police brutality doesn't have to be your end result. True. Understanding that it could be your end result is a good thing, mm-hmm. but letting that be the number one thing on your mind that it is ultimately going to be—that's crazy. That's where it that'll gets, leave like, you in a situation you don't want to be. Exactly. And you're like, oh, no. 
I mean, my heart was pounding. I can't count. My heart I'm always, always Yeah, I'm always <laughs> going to be shook with the cops, but it's like, I'm going to work with it just because he came back in like 97. I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm, my apologies. That's it. I said it. I was like, because, you know, being a man is, you're wrong. You're, you broke the law. You're wrong. Okay. My apologies, sir. I didn't know. He's like, okay. Uh, looked at the car. He's like, it's a nice car. My wife has this one. I'm like, mm, mm, I'm going to get off of this one. I'm going to get off of this one. Man, he slid, he slid in that $300 ticket. He was like, you have a wonderful day. I could have arrested you, but not going to. Yep. I was like, okay. Okay. That's good enough. Okay. Throw in your two cents because you are a police officer and you could have arrested me and you didn't. Fine. If you all you have to do is say that, that doesn't make you racist. That doesn't make anything. That makes okay. All of my day. All of my day. How simple is that? I didn't come back home and say, man, these cops racist, man. These cops, man. I didn't go on my Twitter and post, man. He said you could have arrested me. Like what? Nah, I, I, I had my phone in their face. Like I didn't, I, like, I didn't make this. I didn't escalate it. Yeah, learning how to de-escalate will save our community. It will save our inner cities. It will save a lot of situations that don't have to happen. Just Not all of them. It won't solve police brutality. It won't. Those cops shot into Breonna Taylor's apartment. There was no de-escalating she could have done outside right, of Wake Breonna Taylor. For sure. But there are a lot of situations that you can avoid by just learning to de-escalate. Mm. So, you know, just pay attention to your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the things that you do, the things that other people say, and try to just move accordingly. Yeah, because understand, not all your surroundings have to de-escalate. I know when I'm in the verbs with my my homies, my boy Drew, you Child know what Drew. I mean? Child Drew. You know what I mean? Drew. Follow VQ Drew on Instagram. Uh, when I'm in the verbs with all my white counterparts, I have an amazing time. Black people, gotta we got to learn how to fish. You know what I mean? Kayak. You got to do the white people stuff. Why do we want this 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 difference and divide when, you know, they have fun? Shooting guns in the woods? Come on. Excellent. Excellent. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, like, we, this divide doesn't have to be so big. We don't have to make it so grand to be this, grand to be that. Nah, be happy. Like imagine camping. Human. Someone would say camping, yo. That's that. Why that's not that's not As if the forest can dictate not... like what race you are when you walk into it. Like it's just like it's what, like... what are you basing that on? <laughs> like just say you don't like bugs. Yeah, yo, you going fishing? Just say you scared. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard from my black counterparts growing up. Yo, you going fishing? That's white people shit. How you get to fish? How? How? Yeah. Like. Oh, you doing this? That's productive. And you ain't doing this. You ain't out here chasing girls. These these girls that. What you mean? Nah, man. I, I want to learn how to be productive. Oh, nah. That's white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, we like. What's the divide for? And I, I know, I know, black people. We do have like our history is rich, and. Yeah, we have to understand the power of unity. But we as humans, good humans with good character, we have to understand the power of unity. Because 
if what if what if the percentage of black people with big character and the percentage of white people with big character that's just enough what if that's just enough you feel me what if what if you don't have to worry about oh my skin's darker so i'm I'm better. Or my skin's lighter, so I'm better. This is so lame. And knowing damn well that not everybody who got the same skin color of us uh, has to, you know, work with the same things that we did. Because, like, not everybody's African-American. We're the minority of the minority. True. Exactly. Yeah. True. So, For real. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to, I want to see change. And that's what I kind of work towards, you know what I mean? By just being the change, like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just be entertaining a conversation with black people like, yo, that's white people shit. I'd be like, bro, you should try this. Yeah, just try it. Like, yeah, actually take a look at this activity. Yeah, because, you know, clearly, they, they, you know, they're doing something right, too. You know what I mean? When it comes to moving out of the hood and going to a safer area, nah, that's not lame. Nah, that don't make you not a real nigga. Nah. You might be doing the right thing. You you want you want new neighbors. You might be doing the right thing. You know what I mean. So don't let these people get you off your pivot. You know what I mean. There's bad people on both sides. Uh, I also want to get into uh, some other things. Tyler, you mentioned something a little earlier. Marcus, you did too. You know what I mean. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Talk to me. I can go. You can hey, what's go. going on, Marcus? You can step up to the place. What's up, man? So, uh, I wanted to talk about relying on others. And before we get into that, I wanted to just say, like, it's a dichotomy to it. And you want to make sure that you're using people appropriately. There's a way to rely on other people appropriately. And, you know, some good ways to do that are seeking advice or asking for help. And, you know, in ways that you can be transparent and you don't have to, you don't come off as malicious because, you know, home brought up fishing, right? You don't want to wait on the dude who brings the fishes back and, and rely on their grace, right? Or their charity versus when you can learn eventually how to fish for yourself. So, you know, I think we could all relate to when we were kids or we were teenagers and we, didn't, we couldn't drive yet and we had to rely on like a parent or a friend or whoever and, you know, they could be having a bad day, and that could be just the end-all, be-all of, like, all right, you know, I'm not going here. Like, I gotta stop. <laughs> you know I mean? so, so you have moments where, and, and, you know, that's just one thing. Sometimes it's, you know, you're using people. Sometimes you're using services. And it's a different thing when you're paying somebody to use a service. But as far as, like, being around people that you love or you're close to or you have a network of peers, you do want to... Rely, like you don't want to rely on them as much as you want to get the knowledge that they have so that you can apply the same thing. And that, that's really what I'm speaking on. And when you love or want something, you don't wait for the next person to bring it to you. You eventually want to be able to, to open that door by yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing wrong with relying on other people as long as it's, it's out in the open. It's not like a hidden agenda, ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. But if you love something enough, if you want it that badly, you're going to want to have the means and the accessibility to get it yourself. So that's really kind of what I was speaking on earlier. Yeah. I, get I get it. I get it. I feel like I feel like with everything that is meant for you, eventually you will have to step up to the plate and you will have to learn that knowledge on your own. Like with money you could rely on somebody for as long as they let you. You know what I mean? Something like that. But with something like health per se you can't rely on anybody. So, right. so it's like at some points 
you can rely on somebody for the knowledge, but you can't rely on them for the actual hope. Yeah, for the work. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta always be so working. If you don't understand how to actually work, then you're gonna rely on people forever, and that will leave you stagnant. It'll leave you, it'll leave right. you messed up in life just because you don't have it for yourself. You know what I mean? I think that's more of a of a. Uh, that is a that's really important. It's, it's a man. That's like a man principle too. Well, of course, because right? one what's one thing men want? They wanna you know they wanna they wanna be with a pretty girl. They wanna have sex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, men use socials and rely on socials to make that transition easier, to make getting that easier, as opposed to putting in the actual work. You know, cleaning yourself up, standing up in front of a pretty girl, thinking of something cool something nice to say on the fly in front of her because you know you didn't you don't know you didn't have any pre any prep time you know so even even that like we got to get away from relying on socials to take that that awkwardness out of interaction meeting someone for the first time because that's a that's a big issue right now a lot of the times we'll get caught up with seeing a lot of people on a social media site whether it be instagram or twitter and from there you know our selection of women, men, it gets so broad and so wide. And the fact that we can just communicate with them without actually having to see them and feel their energy, mm-hmm. that becomes a crutch. And then we lose the ability to actually do that when it's time to go outside and do that True. because you have no practice with it. True. So that's one thing I would emphasize on. And one thing that you know I came to the podcast with today just... You know, when it comes with dealing with the opposite sex, courting, trying to find a girlfriend, someone you want to kick it with, you know, try going outside and actually meeting somebody. Don't necessarily run to one of these dating sites, Instagram, Twitter, any of that. Try going outside. Go to a store. Talk to some people. And, you know, you don't got to be weird. I know we're going through COVID right now. Right. So there's, it's not going to be the easiest thing to do, mm-hmm. but it still has to be done. You know, you still have to get past that barrier. You know, a lot of people, you know, they get nervous around the opposite sex. They can't really come up with words. You know, that's something you have to work on, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's that'll be that that'll be your growing moment. That's something you can indeed something you can put your mind to something you can put energy on, you know, those socials. It's a two way. It's like a two way street with those. Right. It kind of gives you uh, a little like. It's like a it's like a pre-interview. Like you don't know them yet, but you like kind of see what they're about. You can like earlier. You mean like a gauge as far as like a it's cyber a gauge. Footprint. Yeah, so you okay. can kind of see what they're about, like what they are willing to for the world to see. You can kind of judge. It's kind of a way where humans try to judge character. However, you kind of have to backtrack and understand what got you there in the first place. A lot of the times, it's loneliness. A lot of people don't want to admit they're lonely. And loneliness could have you doing anything, anything. Loneliness can have you on Tinder for 12 hours out the day. You know what I mean? So, or scrolling and Instagram just forever and reacting on every story. So it's like people have to realize when they're lonely and when you're lonely, don't run to the internet. Don't run to your phone. Find your friends. You know what I mean? But find yourself also. 
Like, always be able to find closure in yourself. If you're not comfortable in yourself, figure out why that is and work on it. Apply, like, apply diligent work to it. Because some things, it's like, it's a reason why you shouldn't be on Tinder. And it's a reason why these girls aren't liking you back. You could be fucking overweight. You could be not addressing a lot of issues. Yeah, you're lonely. It's a reason why you're lonely. The world is telling you something. It's a reason why women, when you go out to school or you go to class, it's a reason why they're not just walking up to you. They don't feel like they could address that. Don't go on Tinder and then get what's not supposed to come to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could go on Tinder. You could find something that you're supposed to find. You know what I mean? If you're in that space, though. But a lot of people are lonely and they're not in the space to date. They're just in the space to... You know, find some new messy. Yeah. For example, if you lived in an area where, you know, there wasn't a large selection of women to choose from as far as dating is concerned, then you know the internet or dating from that angle would make a little bit more sense if especially if, you know, you're pretty well rounded, you know, you have a pretty good career for yourself like that. But I think the issue comes when someone who isn't established gets all of that information mm-hmm. gets access to all of that all of those facts that little yeah. glimpse but you get that glimpse without context and the context that people put around the things that they've done and just their uh their accomplishments is kind of what would help you fall in i wouldn't want to say fall in love but creating an attraction because mm-hmm. someone can say you know i had a rough time growing up but until they provide that context someone could say oh i stayed back but until you, they provide that context, you won't know what staying back actually meant for them, yeah. and even for you in the moment of dealing with them in that in that realm. You feel me? Sure. So it's important just to understand that. Yeah, you know, you could look at a girl's status, you could read a hundred of her thoughts without actually sitting down talking to her, being able to feel that energy because energy is a very real right. thing then, you know, it's hard to really get that solid connection, that authentic connection. Mm-hmm. Having a connection over a computer screen is, is, is not real. It's not worth much. True. And it's easy to break. Yeah, Super I mean, easy. It's, it's just not <laughs> real. Like, it's like, as soon as we got to the point where shows like Catfish could even happen and things like that, it's like, man, we should have known. We should have known this whole thing is done. This technology era and thinking, yeah, the filter like, game is heavy right now. It's like, man, people aren't comfortable with themselves enough to create another type of profile of someone. It's like, man, we we like we're uncomfortable. Like, there's so many people that are uncomfortable with themselves. You gotta yeah. be comfortable. You gotta get out. Go talk to people. Yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. weird. But you gotta you gotta start with hi. Hi, my name is and leave it at that. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, One thing I would say, if you're having an issue talking, like if that's an issue for you going out and actually conversating with the with the opposite sex, going back and forth on topics, or even just like getting to the point where you want to understand who someone is and even share who you are, go read a book. Yeah. Or read words. You have to read. Like that all is one thing. Like you read can't the words out loud. Yeah, you can't go through life and think you're gonna be able to communicate with people in a good manner and not read. Like those things are almost hand in hand. Yeah, our our dads What did slaves always talk about? 
reading and writing. A lot of that wasn't just so they could write something on a paper. It was so that they could better communicate thoughts and ideas and feelings. Like it's a real thing. They were reading and writing because they didn't know how to read and write. Though. Oh, that's it. It's like a different phenomenon. We kind of know how to read and write. We just don't expand. They wanted expansion of knowledge. We, we, we could we could read and write, but we're doing it to the bare minimum. Exactly. Speak for yourselves. I'm not, no, I'm not speaking for me. I'm not we. I'm one whistle. Okay. So I want to get into another point. I forgot what um, I was going to say. Uh, I wanted to get into what? You choked. What did you say? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, hey, yo, time. No. <laughs> All right. Um, what were you saying? What was that? Was that? What were you just saying? I was. Oh man. Oh. What a, oh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> you ready? So, I wanted to let you know uh, that social media. Can't say it with a straight face. Let it go. Alright? Go out and go to the gym. Everybody can work on their fitness. I'm only saying this because you probably don't want to hear this right now. Or if you fit, you probably like hearing this. Make sure you go to the gym. Take that very serious. Because that is your that's your like welcome to the world. Like when people first see you, your appearance is everything. Don't let this world or society make you believe that people are just going to accept you for the way that you look. So that's not the case. It's like your appearance tells people so much. And once I realized that, I was I was just like, "Bet I know what I got to do." Like when I was when I was three thirty, girls are just like, "There." Some of them might like my character. Might like my energy, might like what I'm known for, but the majority, right? They would still be able to read a lot off of who I am. You know what I mean? If they are assuming you're a football star, and you're not a football star. You gotta do something. Go be a fucking football Yeah. It's time to put the work in. And I think that's one thing people got to understand is, yeah, we say get away from the socials. And, you know, you're probably sitting at home on your fucking social asking, how do I do that? And I'm going to tell you how. Social media is for connecting with people. Set a designated period of time every day or every two days to go on social and connect with people. You don't need to be connecting with people from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. That doesn't that actually that actually doesn't make any sense. When are you actually focused on you? Like even when you're in the process of say, you know, you're working on an assignment and you stopping for five minutes to mm-hmm. connect with people, it can wait. Worry about complete, your parents. Wake up and complete three tasks before you start connecting with people. Try that first. Or like I said, pick a designated hour, a two-hour block, two to three de- times a week, five times a week if you're having trouble, mm-hmm. and make that your time to connect with people. You don't need to be connecting with people all day, every day. That's it's literally a waste of time. If you're connecting with people all the time, when are you, when are you ever really working on yourself? 
whenever when are you ever really doing the things that you want to do? So you know someone always has access to you. There it is. You're not moving forward. Exactly. That's true. Damn. You have to think where you're giving access to. Like if people could follow you, what are they gonna follow? Like Exactly. Like it's like so it's like <laughs> my so my people, my every minute opinion on pop yeah, culture. Like Okay, and that's, in. And, that's like, a, and that's a job if you really want to go do that. But yeah. even then, like, how many of those do we need? So, True. you know, find your niche, find something that you really like to do. I mean, a lot of the times when you grow up, you've kind of done that one thing you may really, that one thing that you probably have already, like, fallen in love with, your purpose. You may have already stumbled on your purpose, mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you. So... Think about some of the things you've done. Think about some of the things that have made you happy. And like Leonard has said, don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to go try something out. It's not a white person thing. It's yeah, not a white yeah. person activity. It's a activity. Yeah. Open your mind. You may learn something new. I hate, like, and then the worst part is I'm not, like, I'm, I'm very, like, I love being black. I really do. But I don't like seeing the, the major divide and how everything has to be black. Like, or it just has to be like, like, yeah, well, let it be human. Let us understand the power of being a good human and how, like, anybody can change the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even in the hood, there's black superheroes, like, real people who are, like, superheroes to, like, the yeah. whole community. You know what I mean? So it's like, you could do that. Like, you got, everybody knows an old person who just has mad games. Or someone who grows mad plants. Like these people unlock the the real understanding that that money that money ain't everything. Like you gotta love everything around you, and then you'll just have you'll be rich forever. Like it's like a lot of people they understand that money is money is something, right? But understand what you want that money for, because a lot of the times dudes want to be you know rich. But that's just because you want girls. Say you want girls. Say you want girls to flock towards you because they're not flocking towards you now. Yeah, you just using that as a cushion. Yeah, just just understand what you want all this money for, because you want you want fake friends. You want new friends. Some people are very lonely. Like they just want they want friends. They want people to like them. Like it's understandable. You know what I mean? Humans crave acceptance, but. What can you do right now to get more acceptance? I know you can. I know you can go to the gym and, and find some support there. Go anywhere where you find support. You know what I mean. Go to all these places where there's supportive humans, humans that are on some type of goal, and they know, hey, we got to do this to get to this goal. Because then you find discipline. You see people who are very disciplined in what they do, and you can learn something from that. But don't run around thinking that you can't learn something from every single person. Because people can, they can really, they can change your life if you let them. Mm -hmm. Like, different conversations can mean so much more later down the line if you were able to grasp that knowledge. Like, it's so many times where, like, a person came to me like, you know you don't gotta be, you don't gotta be like that. Like, you don't gotta be this wild. You don't gotta be this wild. It's like, I'm like, yo, you don't understand nothing. You don't, and then I go back and I'm like, back down. I'm like, but you know what it is? It's because right. 
it's almost what we were talking about with the activities. Like, there's no skydiving in the hood. So, like, a black person from the hood would say that's some white shit. Because mm-hmm. there ain't nobody pinned. There's no sure. coffee shop. Well, let there the be hood. a black skydiver and it's going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. of course. Well, no, let, let there be a black, let Cardi B skydive. And then that, say, you all should skydive. It's like people want to be influenced and want to be sheep so bad that it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, what's cool is defined by an artist before it's defined by you. It's like, exactly. it's a lot of people who want to just be guided. And it's like, I bet, you want to be guided? Here's a one-way street. Follow us. We'll give you the code. Because people just want something to follow. So it's like, follow something that's not going to lead to your destruction. Because all of our favorite rappers recently have just dying. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, they all the stuff that they talked about is really coming to fruition, bro. And it's like, whoa they rapped about that and the suburbia could be like yo blah 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 so awesome that's real and it's like man the people the people in the actual inner cities and the actual hoods they understand these lyrics a lot deeper but to understand them a lot deeper is to try to understand yourself a lot deeper and understand that that's destruction oh of course you know what i mean like the fact that you got to listen to pop smoke to just feel like aggressive, more aggressive. Take that energy and don't put it into the streets. Put it into the gym. Yo, sometimes, sometimes you don't even want that energy at all because you got kids. You should be, you shouldn't be in the streets. You should be at home with the kids. Oh, so bro. it's like it's a lot of energy being created, but it's only to destroy us. Like it's only yeah. Where is it going? Yeah, it's like we we manifest all this energy, but for what? You know what I mean? That's like, man, I would hate, I would hate to be like, put the shoe on the other foot, right? I would hate to be a cop and then like come into an area where people don't even care about one another and they all look the same. And I'm a white cop and all these people look the same and they will, this block doesn't like this block and they will kill each other. And imagine seeing that. From a, a salary mindset where you're not entrepreneurial, you're, you don't have to think like that. You're just like, these people will kill these people and they both look like brothers. Yeah, so it's like, man, we gotta we gotta think different. We gotta want more for ourselves and our kids' kids. Like, it's sad to think that. JQ not able to be a grandfather or a father now, you know what I mean? Such a great individual. And it's like we we should value that more than anything. This this it's a real fast life in the streets where it's like all the girls, all the random girls who had the street name before you, but he got locked up, so now it's you it's your turn. Next girl, she had the street name before you, but he got killed. So now it's your turn. It's time it's your time to shine. Yo. And it's like, man, like do you understand that life is much more like you might you might be able to see grandkids one day and really be able to give game and tell them like see a grandkid you might see him like trying to be a street you might be able to laugh at that like you might be able to have that moment like mm-hmm. you don't even know what you're doing man yeah. like Rough. imagine being the smart one in the room the oldest in the room why are we not valuing that why are we value a life of being the old nigga in jail. 
Who, who was the toughest? He was the toughest. Okay. You were the toughest. Great. There's no cash prize with that. You mad being the toughest will put you in a cage. You want to be an animal? That's that's how the game works. For us to know that is for us to do different. Man. You got the most heart. It don't matter. I also want to get into Trump. Uh, woman across the globe, I apologize. I feel like this is crazy. A lot is going on. It seems like Trump is pulling the plug on uh, abortion. Oh, wow, really? Um, like he's trying. He's trying. Basically, he's trying to like move people in so they can pass it. So basically, if he were to get like elected again, he could. He could like. Possibly he could get push it through. Yeah. I can never take away a Planned Parenthood yeah. from what we have. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Um, before we get back into that, uh, Trump has also been talking about uh, not accepting his loss if he does lose. And I don't know. That's That was the most recent like piece of Trump that I've been left off with, so I've been thinking about that. But yeah, I, I would hope that there's no uh, removal of Planned Parenthood and abortion because... There's just certain situations that I, I would never feel comfortable telling a woman, like, oh, no, you have to keep that baby. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That's sick. It's so sick. Like, we don't have that power as a man. No. I would say never take that power away. Because we don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. No. I was, I was, I was fat for, for a few years. But carrying a baby, that's a little different. I don't know. Carrying a weight. I don't right. know, ladies. That's the woman's. That's the woman's choice all the way. I mean, that's yes. absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, you think of all the scenarios in which a woman would want an abortion. To say she couldn't, she can't have one. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, once you understand the the science behind childbirth, I mean, ultimately that should be a woman's decision. It's, so, like, it's, it's very unfortunate. It's really important that they have that decision because if a woman is able to let herself know, like, I'm not ready right now, or know that through the next nine months, she wouldn't be able to be her, her best motherly self, then that is, that is her making a hard, hard decision to know I'm not ready right now, so I have to go through this hard, hard process, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing about and, and no man would ever be able to understand what I had to go through. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, I I, I can never, I can never. And I, when it comes to Republicans, I really do want to understand what their argument is to that because things are, like, things happen. Some awful things happen to the point where... And I don't think they're looking at like, those things. I think they're yeah, looking at the one... The majority. They're looking at the one idea of uh, maintaining the nuclear family. They're trying to deter any type of premarital sex because if the consensus is, oh wow, you can go to jail if you have an abortion, then what probably won't you do anymore? Have sex, and the only way to have a kid is to have sex. So their number one goal is to maintain that religious basis of no premarital sex, which is quite ludicrous because when you think about a lot of the scenarios you're talking about, women are raped, damn near every other day. There's a I would say there's a epidemic going on as far as sex trafficking in the country. So even with that, it's just like, 
What are they thinking? It's unfortunate, man. I... The only thing I could say is just be very aware of what's going on in your town, your city, your community, your county, because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. I think all women need to be very safe. Uh, if you're attractive or anything, any woman, you should be safe because there's a lot going on in the world. Um, like, women do have... Yo, attractive or not, you got to be right. You yeah, be like, right. It's, it's like, hey... Uh, a lot of a lot of women uh, feel liberated in their movements and things like that, but there's some bad guys out here, man. Oh, yeah, like there's some guys who who don't have the same morals and principles that I try to push out. Mm -hmm. We all care about, like we really do. So it's like, man. A lot of guys ain't checking in to hear this I, goodness every I week. I really wish. No, no, ain't no. checking in. They might change them, but unfortunately they not. So with that being said, you got to step into a self-defense class. Yeah, you, you got If you don't feel good about guns, definitely take a step into a self-defense class yes. so that you can yep. learn to protect yourself. Yeah. Because that's what it comes down to. I mean, you could get a rape whistle. You could be dependent on all these other resources. Oh, but it comes to that inner self, knowing that when if you're put in a situation like that, you can give yourself a chance. Hey, my girl gonna have a firearm, man. Anytime, man. You run the wrong, wrong, wrong way, man. She's gonna pull out a 40 with a beam on it. <laughs> oh, beam wow. beam on it. It's gonna be one way on the slide. It's gonna be one way. You're gonna see one way on the slide. And it's gonna bust. Hey, ladies, arm up. Uh, some men are disgusting. Some men don't know how to court a woman. Some men don't understand that they can't have everything they see. You know what I mean? Some men move like they don't have women that they care about. Exactly. And that, that comes down to a lot of trauma. People need counseling. Some people don't have good relationships with their mom, so they take it out on women. Um, and that's what we need the good men for, to kind of balance out these awful people. Almost you know? So it's like, if we play a role. Like, they try to, they try to abandon you know the role of a good man but yo we play a good role like we we are a dying breed i hope everybody who's listening right now if you on your grind and you're doing everything that you got to do to take care of your people you are rare because there's a lot of men who stay in their room all day and stay on the hub all day and destroy their minds the most important part to understand is that as if you one of those men out there who you know feel like you're a pretty stand-up dude you're a pretty good dude you got some good values and some morals you're not saying you know you should be out here fighting men or getting into disagreements with women but just make sure you're pushing the right energy Make when sure you, you, when you outside and you dealing with people, make sure you push in the right context. Make sure you oh, have an example. Like exactly. I, I, I don't want to keep running into dudes who have these, you know, certain friends who are like, man, you know how he is with his girl. Or, man, you know. If you're around a man who, who does anything to a woman that you don't approve of, that's not a man that you shouldn't be around him. You should have more respect for yourself and for the situation. You know what I mean? No, none of my friends is going to put their hands on women or abuse women. Because you know what it comes down to? A lot of times, even when I'm out in public, there may not be anybody that I know that can directly affect me. Mm -hmm. But I do know there may be a little nigga out there who's watching me. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, sure. and, and as a man, 
I may not be his uncle, his cousin as a black man. Mm-hmm. I got to set an example. Yeah, I so, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios where I'm just forced to put myself in a positive direction just so I can set a better example. Because mm-hmm. that's that first way you can help. A lot of ways I'm like, how the fuck can I help? Like, I'm fucking, I'm not rich right now. Like, I can't go buy a bag of food or groceries to feed families. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely show people through your actions, the yeah. things you do, the things you say, the type of character, the type of person you are. So, you know, if you ever wondering how you can help the black community, help other black men, it starts, it starts with you. It starts Raise with those daily bar. actions. Raise the bar. Start it your is. love. Start your self-love first and then loving everything else around you. You know what I mean? Because if you have the ability to love yourself, you have the ability to love something else. You know what I mean? Uh, even with the weight loss and the fitness, that's showing you love yourself. So, of course, you attract love. Of course, you attract a, a woman who could see that you are disciplined and she is attracted by that. That's going to drive love. You know what I mean? And you might, hey, your fit body, you might be able to please her. She might fall in love with the way you make her feel as well. That's all based off of love. Like, it's, just, it's, it's love. Love bounces off of love. Love will heal the world before money ever will. So, I also... Uh, definitely want to just wrap things up um anything else y'all want to say oh i want to emphasize on that right there just like i know we talk a lot about fitness on here but i think a lot of people who are listening should understand that it's a very important aspect of your life i mean even think about it logically like have you ever seen a fat lion eating all the meat Surrounded by all the female lions and kids, like no, it, it literally doesn't exist. Yeah, it right. that that type of lion won't survive in that type of jungle. Mm-hmm. And you know, our jungle is a little bit different. You know, you could be a big lion for for a decent period of time, but you don't last long. Mm-hmm. Bigger people normally end up on medications and health situations. True money burning out faster and then there's more factors affecting your life from that and you end up stressed out high blood pressure i mean it's just you put yourself in in a direction you really don't need to be in so when we talk about you know working out hitting the gym ways to improve and we say you know you could go do 10 push-ups right now and that'd be the a start that's mm-hmm. that's the right. start of the change mm-hmm. that's what it's it's literally it comes down to that starting taking taking control of your life being in the best shape you can possibly be in as an individual. And we got to take advantage of being in our mid, young 20s, whatever you want to call it, because us getting into that, that bag of physicality, right? If we fall off when we like 30, 40, just for a little bit, we get to snap back into that. Mm-hmm. So compared to the person who didn't start working out until they was 35, exactly. and it's like, yo, it's going to take you a lot longer to see the mm-hmm. results that you want. Mm-hmm. And so it is important. And just the, as far as just staying consistent with it, if you've never built consistency, I'm telling you, a lot of people who are up in the 40s and 50s that haven't done certain things, once they realize they can't do it or learn it quickly, or it isn't something that works for them easily, they put that shit down because they think they're too old. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. Like, don't cut yourself off from knowledge, information anything like that too early always be in a mindset that you can always learn like lenny one way said earlier in the podcast you can learn anything from anybody all ages just you got to be open and that's not saying take information in and believe it take it in and break it down yeah, it, it has to out. make sense yeah 
And don't think you can't learn that information from a female as well. Oh, you know? hell yeah. Like, you don't think you're too manly to learn from a female. She's actually there to teach you a lot. A lot of virtue. A lot of intelligence. And She's seen life through a different lens. Exactly. So, take that perspective. Because what... Think about how powerful you could be as a man with multiple perspectives. That's multiple levels of understanding. Mm-hmm. So when you out dealing with people, you're doing it at a different angle. Exactly. Put you in a very different position. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? How blast. Hey. We, we, we killed it today, boys. Definitely looking forward to that. Nah, I mean, uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Kaz over at Paradox Visions. Uh, we had an awesome time. Mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Oh yes, uh, a one-way street. We are on YouTube as well. Uh, I definitely need y'all to tap in, subscribe. If you don't subscribe, like, comments. I'm, like I'm gonna get real mad. Yeah, like, we all gonna say that a one-way street. That's on YouTube. Well, check out the visuals. You know we being here looking good. I just got the lineup, so you know, <laughs> couple thumbs up for your boys. Leave a couple comments. That's okay. <laughs> What else I gotta say? I got on a tight shirt. Like, y'all ain't never see that before. And I'm I'm 23, you know what I mean? Like, I really got grown man strength too. Cause ooh, ooh, don't don't even get me riled up right now. You know what I mean? This is a one-way street podcast. I had a blast today. Um rest in peace to JQ. RP. Um RIP, man. Man, uh Hartford. We got to do better. Uh, Connecticut, we got to do better as a whole. Um, and yeah, America. Uh, add us on Instagram. I'm at Lenny One Way. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram at One Way Street. I'm at Marcus Spoke, M A W C U S S P O K E, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, wow. I'm at Shake Johnson. That's S H A E Johnson. That's on IG. Twitter is T Little Lax 23. That's T L I T T L E L A X 23 like Jordan. And, you know, check me out. Uh, Yeah. One Way Street. We are out. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Oh, I am so hungry as fuck. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> baby, right now. I'm starving. That podcast nigga, get you hungry, bro. I'm sorry.